horror fans, welcome back to another thrilling episode of I Own Horror. That's right. Best horror podcast in town. I am one of your hosts, Josh. Joining me as always is Miles. What's up, buddy? Hello, Ski. And Chris, how's it going, my friend? Hey, yo. What's going on? This week we will be talking about one of the biggest horror movies of the year, Barbarian, directed by Zach Kreger. From the whitest kids you know, as Chris informed us. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we will get into that, but before we do, we gotta talk about some spooky stuff. Who wants to go first? Miles, what, what did you do spooky? I did a couple spooky things since the last time we recorded. All right. Um, first of all, I went to the Marketplace of Curiosities in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. It's like 45 minutes from my house, and it was a flea market where everyone had weird shit. So it's pretty cool. Um, people, a lot of people just glued eyes to things and were like, look, it's weird. Uh, but yeah, they uh, like fuzzballs with eyes on them. They're like, these are cool, right? $13. And I'm like, I'm not giving you $13 for four cents of <laughs> product here. But yep. So it was cool stuff like that. But I found this lady who makes really dope ass shadow boxes. So I bought a couple of those. And uh, one of them's like two skeletons getting married. And it was. Apparently they used like arsenic when making dresses back in the day. So the people who made the dress would die, the bride would die, and the groom would die. And everyone's like, what's going on? This is very strange. So that's like <laughs> the story behind it is it's like real history shit. And my other thing I did was I watched the movie. I believe it's called Underwater. Have you guys seen this movie? Yes. With that. Uh... Twilight Girl. Yeah, that's exactly what I was. Exactly yeah, Josh said. and fucking T.J. Miller, dude. That movie was awesome. I really enjoyed that movie. Underwater, or as I like to call it, Alien in the Ocean. Yeah, it's very much that. It's I love. There was already Alien in the Ocean. It's called The Abyss. It's directed <laughs> by the same person that made Aliens, James Cameron. <laughs> yeah. I actually haven't seen The Abyss. I feel like I should see that. No, you're not missing much. <laughs> <laughs> it's very similar. And uh, this one's Killer Mermaids. What up? But they never say the word mermaid, but that's exactly what's going on. But yeah, I really. I, wait, I got a completely different understanding of what these were, Miles. I what did, did not get mermaid. Were? Like Lovecraftian Cthulhu squid monsters. Hear me out. They got the fish tails and they got <laughs> human torsos and a big scary mouth. But Them's, the king one was literally like a kaiju. A kaiju. Yeah, was, they called it like, oh, hey, hey, I haven't seen this. Yeah. <laughs> All okay, I'm saying sorry. is that they named the last location the Triton. All I'm saying. So, yeah. Anyway, good ass movie. No real spoilers there, to be honest. So I liked it a lot. I feel like that movie doesn't get as much love as it probably should. They did a really good job of not showing the monster until towards yeah, the end. A- it was a pandemic movie. It got, uh, got not seen. It had some, like, it had a fucking budget, though. Like, it was good. It was good as shit. Total Sleeper. Hulu's got it. Check it out. Oh, it's on Hulu? Fuck yeah. I definitely watch it. Though. Yeah. It, it freaking shat on Meg. <laughs> it's really, it was a good version of it. <laughs> yeah. If Meg was actually cool, then that's what Underwater would be. Uh, who wants to go <laughs> next? Chris, uh, Miles hasn't seen the trailer for Megan. For Megan? Which which yeah. one is that? A fucking robot girl. 
Oh God, <laughs> we're doing that. <laughs> oh God, I'm not missing much, it. huh? No, it Fuck looks hilarious. <laughs> oh my God, that movie looks so bad. We should. It looks great. Like, we could do a bad movie month of just films from this upcoming year or like the end <laughs> of this year, and you'd easily fill that slate because there's so many trash horror films coming out. <laughs> like, I can't believe it. I'm like, holy crap! How are these like? How am I hearing about these? Like, they should not have the budget to be reaching my ears. <laughs> At least this one's by an actual movie studio. It's not like... That's true. It's not like... John Smith Productions. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does feel like some asylum shit, like the Winnie the Pooh one and the Wizard of Oz one. That one's the real... Like, that one's probably going to be amazing, and we're all just shitting on it, and <laughs> I bet you it'll don't have forget the Don't forget the Bambi one, Miles. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. There's a Bambi one. <laughs> I don't, don't know want. Bambi's not going to be awesome. I'm fucking Jon Snow over here. I don't want it. <laughs> Please. Please stop. Uh, yeah. Is that your spooky thing, Josh? Was seeing Meg the trailer? <laughs> or Meg no, no, the trailer came on a while ago. Oh, okay. now. I just, me and Miles were talking about the other day. And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, what? You haven't seen the trailer for Meg? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, boy, do I envy Miles. <laughs> No, no, no. I think Miles might be on my side, but it looks hilariously bad in a great way. You know me, and, and there might Maddie. be some awesome deaths in that. We'll see. That's true. It kind of, it kind of, like I feel like it'll get less hate than the Child's Play reboot, even though it's the same vein it's, because it's, it's the same vein. because it's not a uh, it's not relying on like a beloved property. Yeah. That's true. And it's not a serial killer. It's not a ghost serial killer in a doll's butt. <laughs> what was that it's movie AI. back in the day? It was called Smart House. Sounds like the same premise as Smart House. Bro, you just un- you awokened a deep, deep Cthulhu memory. <laughs> Shook that shit not, free. This is not familiar to me at all. Bro, is, in that movie, okay, I've been looking for this movie for years, so tell me. In that movie, is there a point where the covering of the pool goes over someone and drowns them? No, it was a Disney Channel original movie, bro. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Different movie. Are you thinking of the Rage Carry Two, dude? I don't. Happens in that movie. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like I've never seen that movie, but maybe. It's I'll not have, bad. I'll have to watch it. I could have swore it was like something took over like the control of all like the electronics and was like killing people, but it was definitely like an '80s or early '90s film. Oh <laughs> uh, no, the movie I'm talking about has the lady who plays Leela in Futurama is like a robot housewife and she locks everyone in and is like, I'm gonna take care of you now. <laughs> I <remember> Disney. That. <laughs> Wait, yep. so Josh, what what is your What's my spooky thing? Yeah, what's your um, spooky? I will recommend a YouTube channel because I didn't actually do anything spooky, but this is spooky related. Uh I followed this channel for like as long as I've been on YouTube. So, like, 10 years, at least. His name is Dr. Wolfula, and he does, like, movie reviews, but he's dressed as, like, a werewolf. (laughs) And uh, he's really funny. And he used to just do, like, straight comedy, but now he does some pretty in-depth, detailed reviews, which are nice. And, uh... He's he's he was supposed to come on my other podcast sometime, and we just never we were never linked back up. So I should reach back out and get him on the show this year. Let him know we did Werewolf Month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all about that Werewolf Month. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
But yeah, check him out, Doctor Wolfiel. He does he does great shit. He's did uh, he's done like really in depth reviews of all the Halloween movies that are really good. Hell yeah, Chris. What about you, buddy? So I saw this movie. I'm like I made a list of A24 films that I want to watch because I just got access to Showtime and they have a ton of them on there. And I had heard this one, heard about this one. Uh, the FN nerds had a like best A24 movies like list. And I was like, what is this film? So it's like a drama horror French film called climax from 2018. <laughs> um, Sounds like my kind of movie, bro. This movie is fucking <laughs> crazy. Um, so basically it's about this French dance troupe. Uh, they gather in this like empty school building um, to rehearse their performance, and the like. It's supposed to be an all night celebration, basically, and it turns into like I would say the first twenty minutes are super slow because you're just like literally meeting characters and kind of like seeing. It's like a slice of life kind of story, and then. Once it hits like a certain point in the night, they realize that the sangria that everyone's been drinking is laced with LSD and everyone starts tripping out (laughs) and there's multiple murders. There's multiple like really gruesome accidents. Um, There's a suicide or two. There's like, it's fucking crazy. There's some crazy sexual violence. Like it's fucking gnarly. It's literally like acid jail is how I would describe it. (laughs) And like all the while, like all the shit, all this bad shit's happening. And there's one guy who's tripping balls, just like DJing on like two vinyls (laughs) the whole time. So, and they're like all dancers. So some of them are like double jointed and shit. So they're doing like the freakiest shit and just like, they're just fucked up. And it's just a really effective horror in the sense of like, you're not going to see a monster. You're not going to, there's not one killer, but it's just fucking horrific to see like, as the night progresses, all the crazy shit that goes down. Um, definitely gave me anxiety at points. Cause I was like, what the fuck? Um, French don't fuck around, man. When they make a horror movie, it's always like so fucked up, dude. It's real bad. Um, yeah. So, Long story short, it's um, it's definitely one that I would highly recommend. Uh, I would not have found it without someone else recommend, re- recommending it to me. Um, it has a like seven on IMDb, um, and it's not going to be your like favorite horror movie, but it's a hundred percent worth watching because it's got it goes balls to the walls, and you know there's like some drama between characters. Uh, through it but like yeah there's pretty much no line on like the variety of horrific things that you see in this film cool I feel like something happened like that on the set of Titanic what if I'm I'm not mistaken on the last day of filming like a disgruntled member of the catering cast slipped LSD into like the corn chowder Everyone started losing their fucking minds. <laughs> Holy shit, bro. That's why they went down with the ship. <laughs> Dude, I mean, like, LSD, the way it's dosed is, like, in microns. So, like, or, like, micrograms. And 
So like the tiniest amount is very potent. And so to just to like willy nilly dose a punch bowl, for example, and say someone has two or three cups of whatever the punch is, that's enough to like send you into psychosis dependent on like the dosage that they lace it with. So it's, it's fucking hardcore. Like as I was watching this movie, I'm like literally a nightmare. Jesus. Like your, your own mind is also a prison on top of all the bad shit happening outside of your body. So it just, just was so dark. I just watched this documentary about like acid and the one dude, he's been tripping on acid since like the seventies. And he said he went to a Grateful Dead concert to sell acid and it was in liquid form and he accidentally spilled it all over himself and he's just been tripping ever since. Jesus. Yeah. He's it's like a superpower. <laughs> he said he, been, he did a considerable amount before that and then that happened and he's just not been the same since. He's the embodiment of acid jail. He is. <laughs> like that just that's a, intense. A literal prison of constantly tripping. Yeah, that's just his reality now. So, anyways, <laughs> Climax, great. Uh, would definitely check it out. Honestly, if you're not in for the slow burn, jump through the first 20 to 25 minutes. And, uh, you know, the, I'm going to be honest. There's, like, multiple scenes that are probably, like, four to six minutes long where they're just all dancing and they're like in a circle and different people. So like, if you like that and you're into that, cool, watch it. Some people are not going to want to see that in a horror film. So just be warned, like around the 25 minute mark is when shit starts to hit the fan. But I personally enjoyed all of the different types of dancing. You see like break dancing. And like, like I said, the people who are double jointed in this movie are fucking disturbing. Like they do some, (laughs) they do some weird shit. TikTok, the horror movie. Anyway, so we're uh, yeah. we're talking about movies, and yeah. uh, do you guys do anything else, Spoopy? No, I haven't had time. I'm busy. Okay, right on. Really just that? I mean, kind of echoing what Josh said, uh, I think it was last week, Wednesday is really good. It's a really fun yeah, watch, yeah, yeah. so definitely recommend that one. Right on. I guess we'll move right on to this week's movie, Barbarian. Which uh, I will say two things about right off the top. One, I think today we're going to have a very special boob report. (laughs) 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 And two, uh, as I said at the beginning of this episode, this is one of the biggest horror movies of the year, I feel. I feel like this has gotten a lot of attention. I had not heard a single bad thing about this movie whatsoever. Everybody seems to think that this is amazing. And I'm here to tell you, I don't know what the fuck everyone is talking about. <laughs> what? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't. What's the big deal? This was not like some mind-blowingly amazing movie. This was, I mean, with the amount miles, with the amount that you hated, fucking malignant. I don't know how you don't find this movie incredibly ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, malignant has it. grown on me. I do want to put that out there. Can't hold me to two years ago what I thought about a movie, but. uh <laughs> I, I think we overhyped it for you because I not really just you. Liked it. I feel like everybody overhyped this movie. Oh no! And I, maybe that's the problem. Maybe I was looking for the hidden thing. I thought the beginning was great. I thought the first like act is amazing, 
And I wish they had just stuck with that because then it goes off into like branching areas and I'm like, you're, you're deviating. So you're not giving, you're because you know you have a ridiculous premise that can't really be explained. <laughs> I, com- I couldn't disagree harder. But I, I wanted to see this in the theater and it was not available. I literally would have had to drive like two and a half hours to go see this movie. And I wasn't doing that. So I'm glad HBO picked it up. So I saw this opening weekend because I was like, ooh, look, new horror film. This looks kind of scary, and it apparently has fucking Justin Long in it. And so I was like, sold. Don't even care anything else about it. And then I went and watched it, and I was like, that was so out there, but I loved it. Like, same feel that I had for X, where it was like a love story of two old people, really, was the plot. <laughs> like, I felt the same way about this one, and honestly, same way about Malignant. Like... <laughs> Uh, they're all absurd that I Josh I can understand where you come from like where it's like I didn't see what's so special about this because people were like this movie rocked when in reality it's a ridiculous film like it well, just the, tra- the trailer shows you so little That's yes. what I like. and the way and Which the way great. people talked about it I was expecting this to be like the next saw like people were acting like this movie's so fucked up now, I mean it's weird. It's weird. It's not, like, <laughs> like, it's not a yeah. gore fest or anything. But yeah, I would put this on the level of like malignant. I didn't hate it. I was just so taken aback by it. I thought this was going to be like a new face of horror. <laughs> like this was nothing. I don't feel like this was anything amazing. And I've seen everyone in the last couple of days, numerous people I respect saying that this is like their the best horror movie of the year. This is number one on their list. It's number one on my list, man. Hmm. What? This is not better than Scream. This is not better than Oh, X. I like this way better than Scream personally. Me too. What? Me too. Yeah. Yeah. This was way more fun to watch. Uh but I could see the argument of X. I personally would put this for me it was like Pearl and Barbarian were my two favorites this year. And also the the werewolf movie we did. Um, <laughs> that came out last year. <laughs> oh, I, I literally keep forgetting that. I've been talking about that movie so long that so I'm like, long. oh, I saw that this <laughs> the beginning of this year. No, but like, I, I so okay. We should probably talk about let's let's do a spoiler alert because we're gonna just get into it, right? Like, what did you what did not play for you, Josh? Was it the when you say branching narratives, you're talking about the guy who would abduct women and rape them? Yeah, I mean we go through the first whole act of the movie and it's it's the main girl who I thought was amazing. I really liked her. She was great. Mm-hmm. Georgina and, Campbell. I don't know what else she's from. Yeah, she looks so familiar. Oh black I mirror. Her, I looked up her IMDB and I'm like, I haven't seen any of this. I think it's because she looks like a young Carrie Washington. Oh, yeah. Okay, I can see that. And Josh, he likes him some Carrie Washington. <laughs> <laughs> so I was here for it. <laughs> um, it's her and Bill Skarsgård, who I also thought was great. It's fun to see him not as Pennywise because I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen him in much other things. I think Deadpool 2 is the only other thing I've seen him in. He's in it for like five seconds. Um, Wait, which, which person? Bill Skarsgård? Yeah, he's the guy that throws up acid. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. I forgot he's in yeah. that. I remember um, him in that uh, Netflix show that is no longer available on Netflix. It's like the first one that's an original that they pulled down. It was Hemlock Grove. It was actually a werewolf. They pulled it down. Show. 
Yeah, they took it down so that they could like get money back on their taxes. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I remember from, that show. I didn't know he was in that. It's from uh, Eli Roth. And then he was also in a Hulu anthology horror series that I liked. It was kind of short-lived, but it was called Castle Rock. Yeah, the Stephen King one. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good, but not like amazing. But yeah, I feel like their story is great. And if it had just stuck with that, like if you had made it suspenseful the whole time of like what the fuck is happening in this house. And then you have the weird reveal at the end or something. And then maybe they're like stuck in the hole. I would have found that much creepier than you finally find out what's happening and then it cuts to Justin Long's storyline and then it cuts to the serial killer storyline and then it cuts back. And I was just like, this is a little, little all over the place. Like, didn't really need this backstory of the serial killer. You could have just done that with dialogue. That's <laughs> like, the well, best took part. 20 minutes. That's the part I like the best. It's three intertwining storylines that come together in absolute absurdity. But it's so much fun. I don't know. Like, okay. So it let's kind talk of reminded about... me of Quentin Tarantino, to be honest with you. Oh, a little bit. Like, I feel like this is the future of horror. Like, I, I am not upset Jesus. about this movie. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't like it, man. Like, okay. So let's talk about the first act. So yeah. she, like, goes to this Airbnb that's been double booked, which is First the only all, thing I knew about Detroit. This. In Detroit. Detroit. That's Ooh. the setting. That's the setting of this movie. Perfect horror movie setting because it disables the cell phone aspect, not because they don't have service, but because you're in Detroit. Right. There is no <laughs> one coming. You are alone. Good luck. I thought it was hilarious when, like, because when she first arrives, it's so dark, you can't really see where she is except mm-hmm. for the house that she walks up to. <laughs> and Which then Bill Scar's like lit. did you see out there like this is not where you can, I can't just let you be out in your car looking for a hotel you can stay here and look for a hotel and then the next day when she leaves it's like a fucking nuclear bomb went off. <laughs> 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 like at first I was like what's he talking about it didn't look that bad out there and then every other house is like dilapidated <laughs> Dude, I would have done exactly what Skarsgård did in this movie, which is what was upsetting was the whole time I was watching it. I was like, yeah, he's creepy, but that's exactly what I would do. Like, be like, I'll make you tea, but you can you can watch me if you want. Like, I'm not creepy. I promise. And he just keeps being like, I I promise I'm not creepy. I'm just a regular guy. And that makes I like the bait so and scary. switch. Yeah. I liked it. I thought, you know, like the way that they lead you up in the first act, it was like, okay, so Bill Skarsgård's probably going to try to do something to her. And then when everything starts getting really, I mean, dude, the, the anticipation of her finally going down that dark hallway, that hallway was scary as hell. Like just, yes. it gave off like the music, sound production, the shots and the lighting that hallway pretty much looked like Satan's front door. Yeah, and I think that might be what it is. Is that I think the first act is so good, and it makes you feel like the movie's going to be one way. I feel like it loses all of that suspense because there's so much suspense in the beginning. Because it feels like this is going to be like a psychological movie, and then it's like a weird monster movie. <laughs> <laughs> it. So I made an argument that this is a slasher, because hear me out. It is a regular person that is all fucked up. And like crazy looking, and they possess strange powers. Like she does, seem to be indestructible. <laughs> indestructible. They have super strength, and they're crazy. While they may not have a knife, but like 
at the same time, it's kind of like Freddy Krueger in that, okay, so this is inexplicably terrifying monster person, and they just keep coming, but also it's like a, a person. So I don't. I feel like it's like Jason Voorhees kind of. He becomes supernatural after a while. I feel like that's the direction. This I mean, she's got to be supernatural. She rips a man's head in half. <laughs> yeah, she she does a lot incest of crazy shit. strength. Incest strength. Yes, making babies with babies with babies. So mm-hmm. yeah, that it. She is. I don't know. We're we're jumping the gun. I know we want to keep it free flowing, but like the first act is excellent. Because then, she, like, they kind of warm up to each other, and she's feeling him a little bit. There's some flirting going on. Uh, he's all creepy in the night, which doesn't help. <laughs> doesn't help at all. Um, but well, yeah. she realizes too that he's like an artist of like who, and he's like well connected with the group that she's like there to do a documentary on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, oh, okay. So like, this guy isn't creepy because he's like legit. He has credentials, like. Okay, I can confirm that he's not going to murder me because he is not he's not just here to fucking lurk around in this empty ass part of town and murder women like he's got a, you know, a circle of friends and he's like connected to this community that I've come here to document. And so you're like, oh, okay, but he's still probably going to kill her. Right. And then (laughs) no. Do you think they should have banged? It seemed like they were going to bang there for a second. It was more realistic that they didn't. Yeah, no, it yeah. made sense, but movie-wise, felt like they were going to bang. Oh, yeah, she was feeling him for sure. Yeah, and there was no doubt he was feeling her. He's like, I'm wide awake and I have this bottle of wine, but I didn't open the bottle of wine because I don't want you to think I'm creepy, but I would like to have this wine with you. Would you have a wine time with me? <laughs> he's so, like, <laughs> hardcore into her, but he's trying really hard not to be. Yeah, some some of his dialogue seemed a little... Uh... Yeah, they were like pushing it a little too hard. I don't know if it was because he has to fake an American accent that it just wasn't like coming off full force to me, but I felt like it was more the writing. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he did exactly what awkward ass Miles would have done. So you know, like I'm also super welcoming. Like I would have totally let that chick in, murder weapon or not. I'd have been just like, oh, you want to use my phone? Like. Whatever it takes, just sit here so we can hang out, please. But he, I don't know, he he plays it off so good that he's creepy, and that's why they picked him, is that we just assume he's a bad guy based on the casting. So it was great that it was a bait-and-switch. This guy's actually a good guy. Who would have thought? It's like, he's good-looking, but... He got a fucked up face. <laughs> yeah, he's got those. He's got those eyes. He's, he's got, got those the, Steve Buscemi eyes. He's got that fucking Anya Taylor Joy look. <laughs> <laughs> Is she hot or does she have fetal alcohol syndrome? We no, will never she's know. She's cute. I dig it. Yep. She is. <laughs> she is. But also, she looks weird as hell. She looks like an alien. She really does. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> she does, man. She looks. She's like I don't know. That's all I can say. I've seen the movie Speed. Uh, fuck what is it splice yeah i've seen you on your taylor joy oh is that her is she the alien monster no but she fucking looks <laughs> like it <laughs> I, I feel like you're alone on that one man i think she's hot <laughs> yeah i understand no. what you're saying she got weird eyes it's not that she's she, not hot she's just she's got, very interesting looking yeah she's, she's very she's captivating unique. and that's how bill skarsgård is I guarantee you women would be like, oh, he's, he's pretty beautiful. Good, pretty good looking, but also he looks like he might eat my skin. 
You put him next to his brother, and no one's going to find him attractive. That's true. Alexander Skarsgård yeah. is a fucking vessel. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely, when he smiled, I could tell he had to hold back the it smile. Like, he had to hold it down, because it was like, this is too much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so enough about these two loving on each other, because that's not why we came here. We didn't come here to hear about how they're into each other. We came here to see someone get their head busted, (laughs) Like like a little bean in my burrito. So she goes down that hallway, and she sees the creepy rape room. That was a lot, and she kept going after that. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The rape room Yeah, there's horrible. some unbelievable shit in this. They find, yeah, she she goes in the basement and finds, like, a string hanging out of the wall, and when she pulls it, it opens, like, a secret passageway, and there's a very disturbing, like, rape murder room. But then she finds another door in there that leads down a hallway that leads to another door that leads to these, like, caverns. And she gets freaked out and is like, I need to get the fuck out of here. But she's locked in the basement. Long story short, Skarsgård comes home. He comes down. He goes down there, and she's like, "Yeah, okay, go ahead, but I'm not coming down." <laughs> yeah. And that lasts about two seconds as he seems to disappear, and then she just keeps going deeper and deeper, looking for him. Fuck that shit. Bro, you don't it, know this man. Get the fuck out of that house, bro. It gets so scary too because like you think that when she gets locked down there, you're like, "Oh shit, something bad's gonna come," and then they break the tension because Keith the Skarsgård's character frees her and you're like okay cool like now she doesn't have to go his dumb ass is like I'm going in also loved the the way again going back to the lighting the way that they did it with the mirror was really cool Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah so once he goes down and she's like oh no I hear him screaming Jesus, mother of God. Scariest part of this movie was Bill Skarsgård sprint crawling at her. That was <laughs> fucking terrifying. I, out of the whole movie, there are other parts that other people would probably say is scarier, but that was horrifying, and he was just a person. I don't know. The cages were pretty scary, too. The bloody dog cages and stuff. Like, the whole atmosphere of it, it makes your skin crawl to think of how... And I was... Go ahead. I was here for it up till this point, like, because I was like, yes, this is fucking great. And I thought the whole rest of the movie was going to be them trying to get away from whatever the fuck this creature is, almost found footage style in this fucking basement. But it immediately quickly ends. (laughs) I did like that it left her, like, we don't really know exactly what happens, because, like when you pick back up, it shows that she's been down there for a hot minute, which makes her like infinitely more badass when she eventually does escape in my opinion. Cause you're like, Oh man, like she's been plotting how to get out of here for a while and like having to deal with all this gross, nasty shit. Yeah. I think maybe I would have found it more enjoyable if it went from this to the flashback. Like to the serial killer flashback, because then you're kind of piecing it together. Mm-hmm. It immediately cuts to Justin Long, and all of the entire feel of the movie changes. I mean, not that doesn't even seem like a horror movie for another like 20 minutes. I loved it, and it's like I feel like it. Maybe it's like it's too much of a drop off from how tense things were. Yeah, it is to very like disruptive. A, just like a regular drama for a while. <laughs> like, well. 
it, they really hammer home. Well, before all this happens, Skarsgård gets his head smashed into a wall by the monster, and it's fucking awesome. And uh, I, I guess you want, to, you want to describe that monster, monster? Yeah, here we go. It's the moment. Uh, it is an older lady in probably her fifties, or I guess they'd say that she's in her forties, and she's eleven feet tall. Uh, <laughs> she's probably six five. And uh, she smashes Skarsgård's head and screams in her face. She has ratty, gnarly hair, fucked up teeth. If th- There's very few of them, and they're fucked up. And uh, she's completely naked. And she's got some hanging oldies that are probably the scariest part of her body. Is they just are flapping free. I'm surprised she doesn't have, like, knives on them or something. Because they're just such a prominent character in this movie. These nasty, gnarly bags... Of just sadness and hate, and uh, it's just completely filthy. <laughs> they're disgusting, and that's the boob report. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I um, when she does come and smash his head, it was just like, like I wasn't even afraid of her after I saw Skarsgård crawling towards me. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, that did oh, something oh. bad to me. But when this thing comes out of the shadows <laughs> for the first time, what what was your thought, <laughs> both of you? I thought of were, that. Were the, you expecting, after all this creepy shit, that it would be a seven-foot-tall, naked, mentally challenged, inbred woman? Absolutely not. I definitely was not expecting a <laughs> so like, sat, like a Neanderthal version of that new Resident Evil vampire lady that everyone wants to sleep with. <laughs> Like, she is so fucking tall. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I was, I thought she was scary. Like, I, I really was like, oh my God. Like, I went into this movie <laughs> knowing nothing about the movie whatsoever. So I was just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I, did, I thought there'd be like a colony of them or something down there. Did not expect yep. the direction it goes when we <laughs> resume this storyline, which is 25 minutes later. I was still trying to figure out why the film was called Barbarian, to be honest with you at this point. It's on Barbary. Like, That's all that matters is she lives on Barbary Street. <laughs> but yeah. then we, we cut to the Justin Long bit, and I found it scary because I eternally live in fear that I'm going to get canceled because I'm falsely accused of rape. Spoiler alert, he raped so he's just a piece of shit, and they really take it home. This guy is a huge piece of shit. This is potentially the best Justin Long role that, like, of any <laughs> that he's done. I thought he executed well, like, so well, especially when he's, like, drunk at the bar. I'm like, dude, I know exactly how it feels to be right where he is. Like, it was so well acted, in my opinion. Definitely better than Tusk. Dodgeball, he played like a very vanilla character. <laughs> We're Love comparing dodgeball. Barbarian to Dodgeball. <laughs> and you need to, rev- you need to. He didn't bring Jeepers Creepers. He's way, he's way better he in this. <laughs> he's way better in this than Jeepers Creepers. And then, last but not least, the Mac commercials. Yeah, yeah. out of every film that he's, he's the in, same character is in the Mac commercials. He just didn't realize it. That's how he got his fame in this movie. <laughs> Um, I like how the, the report was like, young upstart loses his role on hit series or whatever. I'm like, young upstart? Justin Long, like 42 years old. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look it, to be fair. I 
absolutely loved how much of a piece of shit he was because like I always like seeing at least one piece of shit character. Like think of the boyfriend from Friday the 13th, the reboot. Yes. Where he gets his shit rocked. Yeah. That guy is ultimate horror movie piece of shit. Yeah. Like I loved that. I thought it was fucking fantastic when he got killed and it's almost like when someone is a real asshole, like the dude who's like assaulting that woman in Freddy versus Jason, you yeah. don't feel bad for that guy. Unfortunately, she's collateral when the machete cuts them both in half. But <laughs> yeah, the glow stick man, he's, he's the worst. Looks like the singer <laughs> from uh, the prodigy. Like he's, he has everything in common with the singer from prodigy. <laughs> But, but yeah, yeah, Justin Long I, I, is fucking excellent as a piece of shit douchebag monster man. He's great. I want to see him again. I've been saying this now for almost like three coming up on three years on the Geek Peak. And we're coming up. We've passed a year here. Justin Long is a gym in the horror genre and he should be put into more horror films. You're not wrong. I agree. Josh, how do you feel about Justin Long as a human being? Uh, I like Justin Long. As a human being, he seems like a real nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In this movie, he's a real piece of shit. And I just, this ha- this type of stuff happens in horror movies a lot, where it's just like something being fucked up or wrong, that isn't what, like, screams horror to me. Like, making him an irredeemable, like, being irredeemable as a character. I'm not like, oh, how scary. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, like, and I feel like horror movies do that a lot, where they're just like, "Let here's some real life stuff that just is bad," and it's like, "Well, it's not, it's horrific, but it's not horror." <laughs> like, I don't know. I had my skin crawling, man. I was just like, I can't imagine being in his situation, and it it does take a minute to establish that he is, in fact, a huge piece of shit. Like they they got to tie it up with a bow eventually, but. Josh, what I was telling Miles is I think that like part of it is the irredeemable characters are more fun to see get murdered than the nice guys, right? Like think of Friday the 13th, the reboot when the shithead boyfriend gets killed. Think of uh, the rapist guy from Freddy versus Jason who gets cut in half. Like you don't feel bad for those people getting murked. Yeah. I just felt like there was an opportunity to do something different. Like, why don't you just have him come home as the homeowner and, like, <laughs> discover this? It's, and then you could have wrong. some you could have some big reveal that he's an awful human being. Like, maybe he knows about it or he's the son of the serial killer or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. just being like, oh, hey, he's an actor. Like it's such a complex backstory <laughs> in the middle of the movie. <laughs> like, this is such a more simple and effective way to do that. I feel, but I, like it would have taken. I'm me being out. critical of this movie. I didn't hate this movie. It just it was nowhere what I expected it to be. Yeah, to where it just seems off, and I don't think it's like I don't. I think it's fine. I think it's it's it's. I tell people to watch it. I just don't think it's like holy shit. I can't believe what I just saw. I believe it. I've seen weird hillbilly people before. I've seen wrong turn. <laughs> I, for me, I feel like what horror movies lacked for many, many years was complex characters, and that even though they establish he's a piece of shit, they also like kind of make it like how big of a piece of shit is he? 
through the whole movie. Like, there's definitely moments where you're, he's, like, delivering some monologues where you're like, is he developing as a character? Answer is no. But you kind of wonder, like, my fa- one of my favorite parts of this movie, though, is when he finds the underground cavern and he's like, yes, let's add some footage to this <laughs> listing online. And he's <laughs> measuring, like, the, the rape room <laughs> like it's nothing. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, he doesn't even... I feel like that that type of stuff, though, would have leaned more to it being revealed that he was the killer's son. Because, like, yeah, he doesn't even seem like he notices that there's a blood-stained mattress in front of him. Like, he's I, pushing over, like, human-side cages and shit. I kind of love it, though. I, I kind of love that he doesn't give a fuck. Like, it just establishes that he is just truly a self-serving piece of shit. He's yeah. like, I don't give a fuck who was killed and raped here. Like, I'm trying to get that extra square footage. And to me, with a dark sense of humor, I found that kind of funny. Because I was like, this dude's going to get some. Like, he is going to get his. And boy, does he. Yeah. He knows somebody's in his basement. But he takes the time to measure shit. And he goes up on his computer and types in, like, does this count? Like, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's less concerned for his own safety or the safety of the people in his basement than he is about making money. Granted, he is in a desperate situation, but he uh, he encounters uh, the, her name is Mother on IMDb. So, yep. Did you know that's played is it by, played by anybody? Yeah, played by a man. Man is named <laughs> Matthew Patrick Davis, who is a musician who is now most known for playing Mother in Barbarian. But I thought for sure it was the same guy that played the serial killer. Because they gave him, like, the same facial structure and stuff. Yeah. But that guy is an incredible actor. I don't know if you guys have ever seen him before. Yeah, have, has he never not played the worst piece of shit in the entire world? <laughs> nope, he looks like it and he Every, plays it. Everything I've ever seen him in, he is disgustingly horrible. Yep. He's, the, he's one of the, uh, like, morgue attendants in uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. Was talking about like fucking dead bodies and shit. He's in Doom with Dwayne oh, yeah. Johnson. <laughs> he, uh, I watched him carry a Rob Zombie. I watched him carry a Rob Zombie movie pretty hard. He like everyone else is just phoning it in. This is a stupid movie. It had Spanish speaking Nazi little people in it. Like it was over the top ridiculous. But then this so dude's thirty one. Uh, I think it's either. Th- yeah, I think it's 31. And then this dude acted the shit out of that movie. He was amazing. Is the only thing about that movie that is even remotely good is like he delivers lines like a maniac so well. So I was actually really excited to see him in this role as a maniac, but he he doesn't do a lot, but he really looks the part. Yeah, yeah, he did. No one's ever looked like more of a creep than this man. <laughs> I really thought it was him in the make. Like it would have been a great opportunity, but instead they made up this handsome, beautiful musician man to <laughs> look like this old lady monster with wobbly tits. Uh, yeah, he was in uh, shit. What's the movie called? Sorry, not movie. He was the Night King in Game of Thrones. Whoa, what? Really? Yeah, season four and five. Richard Brake, right? No, wait. The are... father of mother. Oh, the father of mother? I didn't realize that yeah. was him. That, yeah, that's the serial killer guy. Holy shit. The, yeah, this guy's we got chops. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a couple other roles that I was looking at, too. Like, he's been in Peaky Blinders. Uh, he was the chemist in Mandy. He's Joe Chill in Batman Begins. He is Joe Chill in Batman Begins, yeah. Piece of shit murdered the Waynes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't realize that's the character. <laughs> this man is literally known for being the worst. They're like, what's the worst villain we could book? Let's get this dude. He's probably the nicest guy in real life. Like he, Either that or he actually chains people up in his basement. There's no in-between. Either he's the nicest human anyone has ever met, or everyone is legitimately afraid of him. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily want to meet him in case he's that last one. See, and that, that's kind of the thing that upsets me. Not upsets me, but I feel makes the Justin Long thing even like more, not pointless, but like... I would substitute it out. I'd take more of that guy's backstory and him actually like killing people and shit, and get rid. If that meant getting rid of the Justin Long stuff, like I'd take that. Yeah, but the fact that we get so little of it is, I feel like, beautifully crafted. We don't need to see him raping and murdering. All the clues lead up to it, and you get to hear videotapes of it. But I'm happy I didn't need to watch any of that. Like that would have made this movie a much harder watch for me. To see the raping and the murdering. I find it weird when movies do that, though. Show some sort of restraint where they have zero restraint in other parts. <laughs> it's like you have a seven-foot-tall, naked, mentally challenged woman walking around. <laughs> fucking ripping people's heads off. <laughs> like... So, yeah, like, Justin Justin Long gets boob-fed at one point. Ugh. And that's yeah. it. Yeah, he finds his way down to the basement, gets captured, thrown in a cage. And that bottle scene <laughs> is gross. <laughs> and then that gets followed up with the breastfeeding scene, which is even grosser. Yep, and that's the boob report. Yeah. <laughs> they were originally, instead of Justin Long, we're going to get Zac Efron to play AJ. He would have killed it, too. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, but the backstory of the serial killer, like, I like that it's three timelines going at the same time that intertwine. Like, the serial killer does everything serial killers do, where he, like, tracks a girl. I don't know how he gets them in his house in that very nicely populated suburban neighborhood in the 70s, but he does. But it's just, and when he's shopping for baby stuff, that the grocery store lady that helps him get stuff, she's fantastic. I <laughs> loved her. She played her part perfectly. <laughs> yeah, she did do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, bless your heart. You're going to do a home birth? Oh, my goodness. I don't know how many people in Detroit sound like that, even in the 70s, but she did. <laughs> I also want to throw out there, Disney movie. <laughs> this is a Disney movie? This is a Disney movie. Yeah, this is 20th Century Pictures. Yeah. Thank you, Disney. Please put this on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Since they put the the Netflix Marvel shows on there, they're like, this is a grown-up show, okay? We could do that with everything. Put Alien on there, goddammit. This, this movie came out the same time as The Black Phone, and I'm going to be real with y'all. I liked this way better than The Black Phone. I've, I found Black Phone, even though I found it was good, I, I've also found it very overhyped. I haven't seen could it. could see that. 
Well, all you need to know, Miles, is this movie's better. <laughs> I don't doubt it. This is my favorite horror movie of the year. So, <laughs> All you need to know about Black Phone is watch the trailer. It shows you <laughs> the entire movie. Then I've seen it. It was great-ish. <laughs> so, yeah, the serial killer guy, I can't praise his performance high enough, even though it's not much of this movie, because Justin Long eventually finds him. There's like... Justin Long has a knife and he lands on it at one point. I was like, ooh. But the escape scene where he's getting breastfed and the girl finally like gets out of the cage and shit, I was rooting for her so hard. I was like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I also yeah. liked, I really liked how quickly done the serial killer, like quickly and effectively done the serial killer scenes were. Where it's like, Okay, you saw this woman, he starts stalking her, he waits outside her house, he times like when he's gonna go in, then it's like, oh shit, like he did whatever he was gonna do. Leaves it up to your imagination, and then as the story goes on, it really like drives home like how fucked up this guy really was. Yeah, the guy from Whitest Kids You Know, he was like, If Jordan Peele can do this, I can do it. I'm a funny guy. Let's make a scary thing. <laughs> He did. I mean, comedy and horror, I feel like, are the two closest genres. Mm. I don't know if you guys agree with me on that, but yeah, I, I think Bob Odenkirk into this and blend the two. <laughs> Bob, why Bob Odenkirk? He's like the biggest producer of comedy in history. He's he was on like all these co sketch comedy shows until uh, Breaking Bad, and then Breaking Bad he just like took off, and now he's like physically fit and like a name, uh, a list name and stuff. But he was like in Mr. Show and he produced all kinds of crazy comedy and now he's like a top paid action star. It's wild. Give me Eddie Murphy <laughs> or give me death or give me Eddie Murphy, <laughs> Murphy and death. He should have played mother. <laughs> <laughs> Hercules, Hercules. Yeah. He loves wearing a funny costume. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we get the – he bumps – Justin Long. How does he get away from Mother when the girl – is it because the girl gets out and distracts her? Uh, Yes, pretty much. I mean, like, yeah. Well, yeah, well, she gets out, yeah, and then he's in with the – he's in with the serial killer dad. They do a really good job and of showing that she's afraid to go into that room, too. Like, she just, like, slinks back into the darkness right when she's about to get him. Yeah, that was a cool shot. But then, yeah, I think once the sun goes down, she leaves the house, and then that's when he escapes. <laughs> yeah, and the, so the old man scene. Justin Long discovers that guy's a serial killer, and he's like, let me help you, old man, let me help you. What's the matter with you, old man? And... Old man gets a gun and blows his own brains out because he knows there's no getting out of this one. Yeah, yeah. Well, after he found his tapes, yeah, and all the, that's the yeah, that's like the completely dog. The titles of the tapes were fucking cracking me up. <laughs> really? What were the oh, titles? Yeah. Like some of them were just dated, and some of them were like lady in dress. But then there was other one that was oh, like yeah. really fat lady. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't oh catch God. that one. I saw like red. There's a in whole the gas bunch that were so. like that. Yeah, I don't. Woof, woof, movie. This movie is like unsettling. I'm surprised Josh didn't like it. I really am because 
I don't. I can't. I said I liked it. (laughs) Well, you liked it, but you didn't love it, and I fucking loved this movie. But I mean, we'll get there, I guess. But so then the action really pops off. Like malignant third act is where shit gets really crazy. So she hits she hits mother with her car and pins her against the. (laughs) That part was pretty funny. That part was pretty funny. <laughs> Mother really is like a force to be reckoned with. She like she's kind of like a Goliath would be how I would describe her. Yeah, she's just this big monster woman. She's she apparently just... can move cars that have her pinned against houses and shit. Mega strength, like vision in the dark, hunts by sound, doesn't <laughs> doesn't need to eat, kills Grand like, Cherokees. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's like Grendel from Beowulf. Literally, though. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's a great comparison. So Justin Long and main girl get out, realize the car is fucked and mother's gone, and this crazy homeless guy. We saw him earlier in the movie. We didn't talk about it. That he was like, "Little girl, don't go in that house." Yeah, that scene was creepy. She thought she was getting chased, but the old man was trying to protect her. Crazy old homeless dude was the best. Yeah, he took her, took him to his secret hideaway, and he's like, "That bitch never came in here." And this she, is my favorite part of the movie. She rips the wall down and fucking rips his arm off and beats him to death with it. She breaks through the wall like the fucking Kool Aid man. <laughs> the second he goes, "She ain't never." I've been here fifteen years. She ain't never stepped a foot in here. Bang! <laughs> it reminded me of the Samuel L. Jackson scene in Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. <laughs> you think water's fast? Ice is fast. <laughs> Shit's so good. I, I like. I felt like this movie did a good job of being really unsettling, having some legit scary parts, being funny, and also being like ironic funny, like mm-hmm. being comedically funny as well as ironic funny. Oh, there's a scene coming up that I <laughs> I can't wait to talk about. <laughs> Bring us into it. What are you talking about? Uh, well, they run from there, right? And uh, they're they're heading up this water tower. <laughs> uh, first, I think I believe Justin Long accidentally shoots her. <laughs> oh yeah, and shoots the, the main girl in the stomach. In the caverns, yeah, he accidentally shoots her and drags her along for the rest of the movie. <laughs> So she just constantly keeps getting fucked up. They're climbing this water tower. It's like a spiral case around the water tower. They get up to the top, finally, after Justin Long drops the gun. And uh, he's like, fuck, only one of us can get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, that's going to be me. And, like, sacrifices her, (laughs) like, pushes her off the side of the water tower and goes, you want your baby? Go get it. (laughs) And we... We see the girl falling, and then we see, like, her POV up to the top of the water tower (laughs) as she's falling, and Mm. this giant monster (laughs) just comes comes fucking, like, Olympic diving. (laughs) It reminded me of Spider-Man, dude. (laughs) Literally. Catches her just not in the nick of time. Yep. And that was the moment in my brain where I was like, Miles said shit that happened in Malignant was ridiculous, <laughs> but he said he loved this movie. <laughs> what did I just witness? We need to revisit Malignant so that I can talk about how much more <laughs> I like it now. Y'all are giving me shit for not liking a movie when I was sick. <laughs> Kakawasha! Kakawasha! 
But the the scene that we didn't talk about was Justin Long's monologue about how he thought he was a good person, but he might not actually be a good person, but he thinks he is and he did a bad thing. And 20 seconds later, he's like, nope, not a good person. Bye, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And then it only gets worse because we see that the monster lady did catch her and then, like, turn to land. So you think the monster is dead. And uh, he goes down and the girl's somehow still alive. And he's like, oh, thank God. And then tries to, like, bullshit his way through it. He's like, I I didn't even push you. You just kind of slipped there. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, oh boy, you just threw off a 30 foot tall water tower. <laughs> I mean, and said, go get your baby. <laughs> I mean, so funny. Who hasn't hurt their sibling and been like, you're okay, you're okay. I didn't do it, I swear. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> have how, that vibe. How are y'all going to tell me that this is not your favorite Justin Long like, <laughs> character? The shit is fucking hysterical. <laughs> like, like, much funnier. Like, the reason I brought Dodgeball into the conversation is because he is funnier in this than he is in Dodgeball. <laughs> Straight up. I mean, you're not wrong. If you can dodge a, a wrench, you can dodge mother. <laughs> he yeeted this woman off a fucking water tower. And, and uh, then tries to explain himself. God bless him. Mother doesn't like it. Mother gets up and has a pretty, pretty gnarly death for this dude. Yep. Yeah, mother wasn't dead, and she had fingernails for days. <laughs> Ugh. Right through his eyes. Literally ripped his head in half. Ugh. Yeah, his eyes are, like, oozing out of his eye sockets as she's driving her thumbs into his skull. My girlfriend was like, that's not what it would look like. I'm like, you know your eyes are filled with goo that nothing else is filled with, right? Like, it's not blood. It's it's goo. And she's like, oh, no, I didn't know that. I was like, yeah, that's that's legit what you're looking at right there. That's what it would look like if your eyes got gouged out. Yep. Yeah, rips a skull in half, and then uh, she kind of like sloth love chunks on the main girl, <laughs> like <laughs> Goonies style. And uh, main girl picks up the gun and blows her fucking head off. <laughs> blows, blows mother's head off. I feel like the cuts that we do in these episodes should just be her going, "Mama, baby, <laughs> baby, baby." <laughs> Give us some, Chris. She was trying, bro. She was trying. <laughs> Mama, you almost like there's the briefest moment of compassion. Like she hesitates to shoot her, and I'm like, this bitch had you in a cage. She made you suck her tit. How are you not yeah. just like bam, 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 bam? Yeah, you flinch wrong. She's gonna rip your skull in half. <laughs> the love of a mother. And that's like the it cuts as soon as she shoots her, and that's like the end of the movie. She wanders away at the end. I'm yeah, it was kind of weird. They keep like cutting to her through the credits for a couple of times, but then it doesn't amount to anything. Nothing happens. Yeah, I don't know why they did that, but I was actually cool with them being like, "Okay, she killed the monster. That's the end of the story." Right. Like, for the love of God, don't make a fucking barbarian too. No. Like it's done. Yeah, my girlfriend like, was like, this movie could have a sequel. And I'm like, it shouldn't. Don't don't yeah. conjure that shit into reality. Don't no. do that. Absolutely loved it. Really enjoyed this film. Please, God, don't make a sequel. Like, the best you could possibly do would be a prequel and have the person who escapes get killed. That's the very best you could possibly do. My proposition is make an alternative universe sequel 
where Bill Skarsgård doesn't die, and it's a romantic comedy about him just being a little too creepy. And just every circumstance, like, they're at parties and stuff, and he's just like, I didn't drug your drink. And she's like, is this your thing? Is this just what you do to people? Just... I didn't think you did. <laughs> Nobody said that that was what you do. And he's like, well, I'm definitely not going to stab you later. Why'd I say that? Like, that would have been a great romantic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> So I got nothing. You got nothing. All right. Well, I got nothing for a sequel. So I fucking love this movie. What are we rating it? Nasty tits. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Smashed Grand Cherokees. <laughs> <laughs> Harry nipples. Harry bottle nipples. Josh is just maybe, so unsettled thinking about this. Maybe, maybe not that last. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but that. What about uh what about me too's? <laughs> Cause I mean that's a large part of this fucking movie. This is Justin Long being a piece of shit and getting me too'd. How about I'm gonna say mother swan dives. <laughs> My last proposition is tape measures. <laughs> <laughs> oh unreliable airbnb managers yes <laughs> how many double bookings do you guys give this <laughs> yeah that never came back into play i thought something nefarious was going on there it was just bad internet <laughs> the first like anything i read about this movie was airbnb horror coming up and i clicked on the link and i read it and it was like all we know about this movie is that it's a horror movie and the opening scene is two people booked an Airbnb at the same time. And I'm like, this is a bad <laughs> article. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I figured there would be like some sort of like social commentary because it was set in Detroit and stuff. And yeah, like so much stuff happened in the beginning that I was like, oh, this didn't really, that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently part of the process when when zach the director was writing this was like he wanted to make sure that like he he tried to put as many red flags for women in their day-to-day interactions based on a book that he read into this film and so to he did a 30 page scene and he wanted to incorporate as many of those as possible and then like what he came up with was a woman showing up to an airbnb late at night and finding out it had been double double booked and then he was like one of his rules of writing was to like continue to surprise himself as he went through it so that honestly accounts a lot for those like ridiculous twists that we get or the the red herrings throughout the story so yeah go ahead no all all i was i was gonna say is they filmed this in bulgaria (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if you look at the in the credits, all of the names are Russian. My girlfriend was like, yeah. "Is this a Russian film?" And I I typed in, "Why is Barbarian Russian?" Nothing. It, it must have been a tax break because they also filmed the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre in Bulgaria. Too. I was thinking the mm-hmm. same thing. Yeah, I think it had like looser COVID restrictions, and it was also like it's a lot of open space. Like they built the whole neighborhood for this movie. Wow, that's cool. So so they could set the restriction. Like, you know, there's plenty of room for everyone to be distanced while they're filming with COVID restrictions and stuff. Imagine being the people who had to stay in the main house. Like, there's caverns <laughs> under here. <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay. But, so I'm going to go out here and I'm already going to put it out there. Five out of five double bookings. I'm also giving it five out of five double bookings. I fucking loved this movie. It's a great movie. Nah, I'll give it a, I give it four. <laughs> Honestly, that's 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 a pretty good rating. Still, it's nothing. It's nothing special. I think it's fine. But it's like every every single person talked about this. Like it was fucking amazing. I don't see anything amazing about it. I think it's fine. I don't think it's brilliant in any sort of way. I think it's too weird to be brilliant. Oh yeah, no, I would not go as far to say. It's not weird in an artsy way. It's weird in a ridiculous way. That's fair. I just really enjoyed it. It was it was absurd in the right way for me. Like yes, like a movie can very easily go absurd in the wrong way, and I'm like, this sucks. And this one just like actually hit the right notes, and I felt like it was like effectively scary, and the acting was good. Whereas the writing was a little wonky, but I enjoyed the wonkiness of it. I guess because it was just. Kind of like, like I said earlier, like on X, where it's like, it turns out to be, you know, heavily featuring old people's sex. Like, <laughs> do I really want to see this? No, but I'll give them credit. This is original. And it's just like, I was definitely not expecting that to be the fucking premise of what's happening. <laughs> Love X. How dare you? There's a five out of five movie. I prefer X, but that's just me, but... I don't know. I thought having characters that had depth, I thought that the the pacing, as much as Josh didn't like it, I thought it was great. And, uh, yeah, I, I liked both the bad guys for different reasons. I was hooked the whole time. My girlfriend was really invested. She was freaking the fuck out the whole movie, which helps. But I feel like, Josh, you're chewing the fat of the, like, overhypedness, and that will definitely make you enjoy a movie a lot less. Yeah. yeah, I just don't think it deserves the. I don't think it deserves the praise. I mean, I think it's fine to be critical of a movie like this. Like this is his first movie. Mm-hmm. Like he's only going to get better as a director. Yeah, like I thought it was. I thought it was well shot. I think it, there were some really cool, disturbing scenes. I just don't think it's like a serious enough horror movie to be like. This was really. It's not like thought provoking. It's not like I wasn't on the edge of my seat. I wasn't ever really scared. I was more just creeped out. Mm-hmm. Except for when you saw Bill Skarsgård crawl towards you at high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would agree. Like there wasn't a whole lot that was actually scary to me, but I was definitely very entertained while not being. Well, I like at no point in time was I like this is stupid. Although there was some parts that definitely were stupid. Yeah, which I feel like. I don't know how he got me to feel that way, but good job. Good on you, Zach Krieger, because, I mean, it was literally an incest barbarian woman. (laughs) (laughs) So there we have it. No Kokoa Shaw. It's a real travesty, but I understand that you're allowed to not like a movie that everyone else thinks is great malignant. And uh, uh, I get it. I can relate to that. It's fine. Chris liked Malignant too. I know. I did. But, yeah, I did. The tables still, have turned. Don't you dare! It's still no. Kakoa uh, Shaw will not stand for what's you. What's his blasphemy? What's the late phases guy's name again? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, <laughs> Ambrose. Ambrose McClear. Yes, it's not an it's, Ambrose with McClear. It's 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 no Ambrose. Thank God. <laughs> it's what's her name from. Uh, that non-released episode. Charlotte. What was her name? Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah, it's a Charlotte. 
Wait, which one? From Ganjing. Oh, Out to the side. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. It still Gonjong. hasn't come out. We, we recorded a couple episodes a couple months ago that still haven't been released yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to drop those. Those, those are good episodes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, speaking of things that are good, check out our social media, H on H Pod, wherever you get your social media. Um, what else do we do? We got shirts. Got lots of shirts. We're going to have to incorporate some of our deities in these new shirts. <laughs> um, yeah, H on like H. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> com. Get yourself a shirt. Get yourself a bath mat. I just heard they got tapestries. Get yourself some tapestries of cartoon faces of us. It'll be great. Yeah. Get tapped up. <laughs> On that soch. <laughs> Zep, right. Zep Hive. Zep. Rise up. <laughs> Zep squad. <laughs> All righty, everybody. Remember, life is tough, so why not get... I on horror. <laughs> 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 <laughs>